This episode of Shaking Spears was sponsored in part by the UJ Student Marketing Department. The University of Johannesburg. The future reimagined. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shaking Spears podcast by Think Theatre. Uh, today I'm joined by Brian Hiles, who plays Rodrigo in Othello. And uh, we're also joined for the first time by Dwayne Behrens, um, who plays our Iago. Uh, and also, as always, our directrix and producer, Claire Olivia Mortimer, who also plays Emilia. Iago's wife. Today we're going to be looking at, um, quite close to the beginning of the play, in fact, we're going to be looking in, in following him I follow but myself. It's the very first sort of speech that we get from Iago uh, in one of the opening scenes of the play. And um, we're going to be interrogating that and looking at some of Iago's motivations. So guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Hola, thank, thank you. you. Mark. Mm. Okay. So let's start with Dwayne, uh, because he is playing Iago, and that is, the play may be called Othello, but be under no it's illusions. Iago <laughs> is the I renamed my script as Iago. <laughs> there you go. Also, if you just go by sheer word count alone, um, it's very definitely Iago. He has the bulk of speech in the play. Uh, and speaking of that, let's start with that first speech. So Dwayne... What do you feel this opening speech tells us about Iago, who and what he is? Keeping in mind, of course, that it is delivered to Rodrigo, so it may not be entirely honest. Um, all right, so I think it just basically shows um, that he doesn't see himself as being subservient to anyone. Um, he doesn't believe you get anything out of being a loyal servant in any way, shape or form. And it's interesting that he's addressing it to Rodrigo, who is basically his little servant. Um, I find that throughout the speech, um, I think there's a nice line, the, um, you know, whip me such honest nails, um, others they are who trimmed in forms and visages of duty, keep at their hearts attending on themselves. That's very much referring to himself. Um, and they throw but shows or services on their lords. Um, basically, just saying that, you know, he's pretending to yeah. be Othello's loyal servant, which is what he does throughout the entire play. And with everyone, he's pretending to be their friend or pretending to be their servant or pretending to be this honest person when he's very clearly not. Yeah, and um, he's very clearly doing it for some sort of ascension. Now, he's hoping to gain the left tenancy, but instead that goes to Cassio and... It may be one of the motivating factors for Iago. I don't think anybody can actually say for sure what motivates Iago. Certainly, Dwayne, you as an actor would have had to decide on something to motivate him, though. I'm not going to ask you um, well, what Well, I've actually decided nothing. I've decided go. that he's not particularly motivated by any one particular reason. He just sort of sees an opportunity and takes it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. The opportunist Iago. Um, a collection of poetry by Dwayne Behrens. Um, Claire, uh, anything to add yes. uh, for that from your perspective as the director in terms of an analysis of uh, yeah. Iago's speech in that first scene? I think uh, what Dwayne said is absolutely spot on. I firmly believe <clears throat> that 
Iago is not particularly interested in being a lieutenant. Um, he's not particularly interested in anything. Um, he just is, his nature is to gain, 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 and manipulate people for his own furtherance. Um, I don't think he's ambitious in terms of being a high-ranking officer. I think he doesn't care. I think he finds people to be stupid, below him, and easy to manipulate, and he does it because he can. And I honestly think that that's, that's all there is to it. I think if you start trying to look for motivation for him, um, you're going to lose a grasp of the understanding of the real character of the other. He doesn't need to be motivated. Good. Yeah. Let's move on to Brian, who's playing Rodrigo. Um, now, over the years, Brian, we've joked that uh, you just spend a lot of time on stage listening to Iago. Uh, no, we haven't joked. It is true. <laughs> the, the, I do spend a lot of Those time. Those of us who don't spend that time listening to him have joked about it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, no laughing matter. It's, uh, it's a very serious <laughs> and real thing. Um, but uh, for your Rodrigo uh, in that first speech, um, what's important for our learners? What should they be taking away from that uh, in terms of Iago and Rodrigo's relationship? In that first moment, Tush never tell me, and onwards yeah. onto the various replies and discussions around Othello and Desdemona. Well, right from the outset, he, we know that they've been talking, we understand through that first scene that that. A, a truth has come out that Desdemona is in love with Othello and they've run off to possibly get married. We know this through that first speech. And immediately we realize that uh, Rodrigo has had his eye on her for some time and has been relying on his friend Iago to help him in there because, because Iago's of a higher rank. Rodrigo's got a lot of money, but he's not, he's not big in society or in... In, in yeah. state. Also, if I can interject here, um, from what is said by uh, the, 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 I want to say Polonius, but I know that's wrong. Brabantio. Brabantio. <laughs> Played by the same actor in our two productions, Hamlet yeah. and Othello, so that's why I mix them up. Uh, but uh, what's said by Brabantio, uh, he tells you outright once you've aroused him from his sleep that he has rejected <laughs> your suit for his daughter's hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously, um, that may be what leads you towards Iago. Um, no, no, it, it could in, entirely be what leads me towards Iago because Iago is a link in, and Iago has made promises because he knows he knows Othello. He knows what's going on bit, between Othello and Desdemona's relationship, and he is a way in to Desdemona. So we meet him right in the beginning, almost challenging Iago saying, you knew this, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you, you know, you, you pretend to be on my side and then this happens. And I think that's important to set up the relationship between them. Because immediately Iago goes into manipulation mode. No, but let, let time run its course. Don't worry. Um, uh, that wonderful line that you just said earlier, Dwayne, um, um, pretending to be, I am not what I am. No, not that one. <laughs> anyway, in that first speech, <laughs> I cannot think of it. Right Guys, now. don't worry. We will be having a segment of this entire scene just at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned and I'll make sure that it's in there. Yeah. So right there, Iago says, this is what it looks like from the outset, but this is what it is on the inside. And that is enough of a hook 
for Rodrigo to go, okay, thank you, I trust you, I believe you, because you're on my side. Um, and this happens throughout the play. There's, there's, yeah. There may be a little bit of a conflict. Iago comes back with a little hook, which is enough for Rodrigo to go, okay, I believe you, I'll go with you. Later on, when you're saying, I will make myself known to Desdemona, yeah. if she will return my golden jewels to me and I'll, forgive, I'll forget my Perfect sister, example, yeah. And Iago turns around with, why now I see there's metal in thee, as if, if this were all some sort of weird test to see if you were worthy of if Desdemona's the, love, or if you've if got, got the cajones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting relationship. machine used under license ccby-sa 4.0 for further information or bookings contact doreen at thinktheater.co.za the university of johannesburg the future reimagined